Hello world, welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's sponsor is Dai Tin Barbershop. That's D-A-I-T-I-N. The shop that gets my hair looking fantastic. And I know that you can't see me, but you'll have to have a word for it. So when we left off, a bunch of enslaved Hebrews were really mad at Moses and Aaron because their stirring the pot made Pharaoh start demanding they be worked harder. So Moses asked God what the point of being here was in the first place. Genesis 6. Well, God told Moses, Well, you're about to see what I'm going to do to Pharaoh. Because of my mighty hand, he'll let all the Hebrews go. Because I am God, the God Almighty, the God of Jacob and Abraham and Isaac. And I didn't even show them my full self. I am God, and my name is God. And I remembered my promise, and will do this thing. So tell them that I am God, and I will free them because I am God. And soon they will know me as the God who freed them from the Egyptians and gave them a small amount of land that will not be great. I am God. Well, Moses went and presumably told the Israelites a less insane version of what God had said to him. They didn't care. They were too tired from being slaves. So God told Moses to go and tell Pharaoh to let the Hebrews go which you might remember is a thing Moses already did, and Pharaoh said no, made them work harder. That literally just happened. Well, Moses said, if the Israelites won't listen to me, then why the hell would Pharaoh? What, with my uncircumcised lips and all? Gross, God presumably said. And here's where they decide it's important to let us know who's who in the big Israelite family. A bunch of people, I'm not going to mention, were there, and the head of their families, it looks like this guy Amram, married his sexy aunt, Jochebed, as you might recognize as Moses' mom. So Moses and Aaron were the product of incest, like so many before them. And back to the story. Well, Moses was talking to God, and God was once again telling Moses to tell Pharaoh that God was God and his name was God. Make sure you tell him, don't forget, God was saying. Again, Moses said, Pharaoh won't listen to me. I have uncircumcised lips. And I'm not entirely sure what that means. Genesis 7, God told Moses, Just go and do all those magic tricks I taught you. Aaron will speak for you. It'll all be okay. Well, actually, no. I'm going to use my God skills and reverse all that free will I gave you guys and harden Pharaoh's heart so he doesn't want to listen to you. And then, when he doesn't listen to you, I'm going to fuck his shit right up. And everyone will know that I'm God. It mentioned suddenly that Moses and Aaron were in their fucking 80s. (laughs) What the fuck? What was Moses... Doing out in the desert for 60 years. What the hell has he been doing this whole time? 80 years old. The story's been, he was raised as an Egyptian, murdered a slave master with his bare hands, hides out in the desert, and returns. And I guess he was out in the desert for 60 years. So there you have it. Well, Moses and Aaron somehow got another audience with Pharaoh, and when Pharaoh told him to produce a miracle, Aaron threw his walking stick on the ground, and it turned into a snake. Pharaoh summoned his magicians, and they did the same trick. But Aaron's snake staff ate their snake staffs. So that means something, I guess. Well, no, apparently. Pharaoh didn't care. It's partially because God made sure he wouldn't care by hardening his heart. Then God said to Moses, Jeez, this Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He just refuses to let the people go. Apparently forgetting that he himself had gone and hardened Pharaoh's heart. So the next day, Moses and Aaron went out to the Pharaoh's private bathing area in the Nile and said, God said to let your slaves go so they can worship him in the wilderness. But you didn't. So I'm going to turn this river into blood. 
Actually, not just this river. I'm going to turn all the water in the whole country into blood. Even water people have stored in their houses in jars and shit. Pharaoh just smiled and had his magicians also turn the water into blood. I'm not sure how that works, but yes, now the water was still blood or more bloody, and Pharaoh didn't care at all. There's no water in his entire kingdom. It also says here people were digging up alongside the Nile to get water, but it also said earlier that all the water had turned to blood, so leave it to the authors of the Bible to not even be able to get the story straight for a whole page. Well, all the fish died, and everything smelled terrible, and it went on for seven fucking days, which some of you might notice is four days longer than you can survive without water. Genesis 8. After everyone in Egypt was either drinking blood for seven days, or just surviving like a collective bunch of kangaroo rats, God told Moses to release the silliest of all the plagues. Moses went up to Pharaoh and said, God wants these people to be free so they can worship him in the desert. If you don't, I'm going to make it so there are fucking frogs everywhere. He didn't even allow Pharaoh to answer and just unleashed more frogs than anyone in Egypt was prepared for. Now, it's possible that the frogs came out of the Nile because all the water turned to blood and it was full of rotting fish. But Moses took credit for it. So yes, he did it. And then Pharaoh's magicians decided to copy this and produce even more frogs. And this actually broke Pharaoh. Pharaoh Pharaoh begged Moses and Aaron, I'll let them go worship their god. Just please, get these fucking frogs out of my everything. Pick a day. The day that you set my people free, I'll get rid of these frogs, Moses said with uncircumcised lips. Pharaoh said, tomorrow, tomorrow. Well, the next day came and all the frogs went back in the Nile, which I'm guessing was back to being water again as well. Pharaoh partially because he'd gotten what he wanted, and partially because God had decided to harden his heart, changed his mind and decided to keep the Israelites in Egypt and keep them slaving. This pissed God and Moses off. So God told Moses to slam his staff into the dust, and suddenly all the dust in Egypt turned into fucking gnats. I want you to imagine living in Egypt, you know, circa, what is this, like 2000 BCE. There's dust everywhere. You just got your drinking water back, and the frogs that were terrorizing you and your family left as suddenly as they came. Life is starting to look up. And suddenly all this dust around you just turns black and rises from its resting place. Suddenly there's black clouds of gnats fucking everywhere. They're bitey and disgusting and you have no idea why any of this is happening. Well, Pharaoh's magicians decided to make more gnats for some reason. And they couldn't. Since they found a magic trick that they couldn't perform, they all collectively told Pharaoh, this is the middle finger of God. I added the middle part, but the rest is there. For the next plague, God had the sudden idea of not letting these take place in Goshen, where all the Hebrews lived. So up until this point, the Hebrews were slaving away in the hot sun, gathering straw, making bricks, getting whipped, drinking blood to hydrate, working with frogs everywhere, getting bit by gnats, and God was like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't include these guys in these plagues. Now that is one impulsive God. So they decided to graduate from gnats to flies. Moses did the same thing as always, and Pharaoh kept his heart hard by no choice of his own. Then the flies were unleashed. Dense clouds of flies consumed Egypt, and they ruined everything. People's houses were filled with flies. You couldn't walk anywhere without stepping on flies. It was fucking terrible. Pharaoh tried to compromise with Moses and was like, Why don't you do your rituals here in Egypt? Moses said, No. The stuff we do is too weird. You guys would think we're weirdos. Fine, Pharaoh said. You can go, 
Just don't go too far. Deal, Moses said. Just don't go back on your deal. Keep my people enslaved once you get what you want. Pharaoh did exactly that. Genesis 9. So God was pissed and Moses was too. I'm assuming Moses decided to hit them where it hurt. Their asses. Well, their donkeys. And all their livestock. Moses went to Pharaoh and said, Hey, this is what God, the God of the Hebrews, the same God this whole time we've been speaking, and I've been fucking your shit up, wants. He wants you to let the Hebrews go, at least for a little while, so they can go out in the wilderness, take animals, slit their throats, let the blood drain out, and set them on fire to make God happy. God wants them to make him happy by killing animals, and you're standing in the way of that. Now, if you don't let that happen, every animal owned by an Egyptian will die. Fuck you, Pharaoh said. So the next day, all the livestock owned by Egyptians died, and none of the Hebrew livestock did. Pharaoh, again, through no fault of his own, had a hard heart and still refused to let the Hebrews go free. So that was the first five plagues of Egypt. Check back in next week for the next five.